My name is Marcelo Palacios. I am 47 years old and I'm an actor and I was born in Buenos Aires. Hi, my name is Valerie. I am 46. I am from originally Omaha, Nebraska, and I am right now a mom and I am a retired army nurse. Valerie and I have been together. Well, I, I know I'm going to get cracked for this one, but uh, we've known each other for roughly about 15 years. We dated for two years to the day on our wedding day, and we have been married for almost 13 years. If I had to describe our love story, it would be amazing and a wonderful gift. Welcome to Our Love Story, a Spotify original from Parcast. Every week, a real couple recounts how they met, how they fell in love, and the biggest moments of their relationship. Now, let's hear their love story. I had just joined and finished training for the Army, went to Hawaii for my first duty station, and I wasn't looking to date anyone at that time. I had just come out of a long-term relationship before joining the military, and I was just really at a point that I was finding myself. Before I met Valerie, I had been dating someone for a few years, and... uh, I was not looking to date anyone. The, when I met Valerie, the, the last thing I was looking for was to meet someone that I wanted to date for a long time. I met Marcelo a month after I moved to my first duty station in Hawaii. And um, one of my girlfriends had come to visit. She picked a tour that she wanted to go to for fun. And we went to a sunset dinner cruise in downtown Honolulu. I met him there and it was just, yeah, that's when I met him. It was pretty wonderful and unexpected. When I met Valerie for the first time, I was the GM for a sunset dinner cruise in Honolulu. And I was working on the dock and I remember seeing this beautiful girl with a beautiful smile just staring at me. and. Every time I would look at her, she would be staring at me with a big, beautiful smile. It was, it made me feel a little uncomfortable, but she was so beautiful and her smile was so captivating. I, I, was, I felt uh, compelled that I had to talk to her, so, yeah. What drew me to Valerie was this aura of just positivity that emanated from her. She just had a beautiful smile. What really drew me to Marcelo, I really couldn't put a point on it other than when I was waiting in line to, uh, you know, get registered for this dinner cruise. There was a woman ahead of us. And when we got up to the very front, it was like he just appeared right there and our eyes locked. And I just, I couldn't stop staring at him and I couldn't stop smiling. My girlfriend like punched me in the side with her elbow because I guess the lady had asked a question. I didn't even hear her. And from then on, it was just... Every time I saw him anywhere, he just immediately drew my eye to him. So, very attracted right away. Our first date was at a small restaurant in downtown Honolulu called uh, The Little Village. Uh, 
It was a fairly new Chinese restaurant. We had lunch and uh, we had a great conversation. Uh, we definitely had some chemistry and I really liked her. So I asked her if she would be willing to go dancing that same night with me. And uh, she agreed. She had uh, a shift at the hospital. And then that night we met up again and went dancing. Well, with our first date, it was I called him, he gave me his card, and uh, I called him a couple days later, and then we met on a Thursday, and we went to this Chinese restaurant, and yeah, we talked the whole time, had wonderful food, it was just really easy and natural, and we never ran out of anything to talk about, and there was, I wasn't nervous, I couldn't, you know, you don't have those jitters or anything like that, and I did have to work in the afternoon until about 11 that night, and we both had such a good time that we agreed to meet up to go for a second date later on at a uh, local bar that had some Latin dancing. Oh, we had a wonderful time. We really gelled from the beginning. Our first kiss was pretty unexpected. I know Marcelo made the first move. Uh, we were at the bar and we had been dancing most of the evening, kind of winding down, I think. We were taking a break, sitting at some stools, just kind of watching everybody else and talking over the music. And next thing I know, we just locked our eyes and we had our first kiss. It was pretty innocent. It was really natural, very relaxed, and it was fireworks. <laughs> I think the most important date that we had at the beginning of our relationship was when I went to pick her up at her home for the first time. And uh, I took her to the beach at night to watch the stars with a bottle of wine. To be clear, this was our third date. We really didn't stop seeing each other a day that went by after our first date. So that was Thursday. And then Friday, he came over to my house after he was done with work and he brought some wine and we went to the beach down by my house. And what I remember that was really special is that kind of, we were both sitting on the beach and it was a little windy. I was leaning back into him and we were discussing the different variations of saying how you care about somebody in Spanish. We hadn't said I love you at all, but we were kind of talking about that. And I remember it being a very endearing moment that we were both open at such an early stage of our getting to know each other to talk about that. It was kind of cute. One of the things about our dating life that was really, for me, very special was we had already gone through our 20s. We were moving into our 30s. We both, I think, once we realized that there was more to this, I think we both knew that this was going to be moving into a more serious situation. And so when we, we would spend a lot of time getting to know each other. And I lived on one side of the island at the time and Marcelo lived on the really the complete opposite side of the island and we both kind of worked in this middle space in Honolulu and so when he worked which was almost every day until about nine o'clock I would meet him on my days off or when I got off work also every single day that we would and we we really kind of ate and drank our way through Hawaii <laughs> for the first two years of our dating because we uh, just really had so much fun meeting and talking and getting to know each other and supporting each other and growing together in those first two years. The 
internet. What would we do without it? So much information, so little time. And yet, with all the answers available online, there still lie scores of deep, dark, spooky secrets. Mysteries yet to be solved until now. This isn't clickbait. This is our exclusive new podcast, Internet Urban Legends. I'm Loie, your evidence expert. And I'm Eleanor, the self-proclaimed skeptic. Together, we're the gruesome twosome, sleuths in search of the weirdest stories on the web. Every Tuesday, we investigate the internet's creepiest conundrums, covering each conspiracy theory and combing through every clue to separate hoax from haunt. Whether it's the video sure to make you lose your appetite, blank room soup, or every kid's worst nightmare, the terrifying truth behind Disney's deaths, or every parent's worst nightmare, social media's Momo challenge. Each episode of Internet Urban Legends is chock full of disturbing details which are either truly demented or ripe for debunking. And no matter our conclusion, we're sure to be left scared half to death. So won't you join us? Follow our new Spotify original from Parcast, Internet Urban Legends. Listen free and exclusively on Spotify. We really didn't have any fights or hurdles until our children were born. At that point, we realized that uh, we had different upbringings and our takes on raising children were a little different. And I had one way and she had another way and we kind of butted heads for a while. We still butt heads a little bit, but um, we talked things through and we have our children's best interests in mind all the time. So we always make the right decisions and our love pulls us through every situation. So it's wonderful. So even if we have bad times or, or disagreements on certain things, uh, we always find a way to find an answer or find a way that would be mutually beneficial for us and our family. Yes, I feel that a strong foundation is really, really important. And I, I really feel strongly that Marcelo and I have a strong foundation in so many things. And I agree with him that, yes, one of the biggest hurdles in our life is that our differences in how we choose to want to raise our kids. Fundamentally, though, at the end of the day, we both want the exact same things for our kids. And so often we have to kind of both of us step back from that one or the other. We are both incredibly stubborn. So <laughs> our, our disagreements get kind of interesting. But it's just really important to me that at the end of the day, we are doing what we both feel is the best for our kids. And we are so different in that, that it actually turns out to be a positive where my weaknesses are his strengths are, and I feel like vice versa, where my strengths are, his weaknesses are, and we balance each other out really well in almost every aspect of our lives. I think I knew Marcella was the one from the first time we laid our eyes on each other. However, I didn't fully buy into it until a little over three months after we were dating. We had kind of been away from each other for a couple of weeks and we met up for dinner and dancing and eventually back to the beach by where he was living. And we were sitting and looking at the stars on the beach 
he just said to me, he said, I think I, I love you and I can see spending the rest of my life with you. And then I told him, don't tell me that unless you mean it, because I just, I can't be hurt or be, you know, taken and have my heart broken again. So he said, I mean it. And I said, if you do, then my heart will be yours. And from that point on, there was no looking back. I knew Valerie was the one probably about two months into our relationship. I would always tell her a word in Spanish uh, that means you enchant me. In Spanish, it's me encantas. I didn't want to say I love you, even though I did, I did feel I loved her, but I wanted to make sure that I wasn't rushing things. So I would always tell her you enchant me. And I would always say things like, you're amazing and you're wonderful and I like spending time with you and I would, me encantas, you enchant me. So I think I had the courage to tell her that I loved her one evening uh, late at night when we were laying on the beach looking at the stars. And uh, she said, well, if you mean it, then my heart is yours. I first proposed to Valerie on Valentine's Day. She had no idea I was going to ask her. And we went out on a date around the North Shore of Oahu. Uh, we went surfing, uh, had lunch. We were having a great time. But I had no idea when I was going to pop the question. I knew I wanted to pop the question that day because it was Valentine's Day and it was a special day. And I always could remember the day that I asked her to marry me because it would be Valentine's Day. So it was perfect. We went to a park in the North Shore of Oahu called Waimea Falls. We walked through the park and towards the end of the park, there's a beautiful waterfall. And we went swimming in the waterfall. It was really cold and wonderful. And I saw this big giant rock right by the waterfall. So I knew that was a perfect place to ask her. So after we swam, I asked her if she could walk over with me over to that rock and sit down. And she had no idea what was going to happen. So while we were sitting at the rock, I uh, had a ring in my pocket. She had no idea. And uh, I asked her to marry me. I was surprised. I really don't think I expected him to ask me on Valentine's Day. Being Valentine's Day, I, I figured maybe he would just pick a different day. I don't know. We were just having a wonderful Valentine's Day. And he really asked me at the perfect moment and at the perfect time and with the perfect words. He didn't ask me to marry him. He pulled out his ring from his pocket with his left hand and he asked me, will you be my partner in life? Which was really exactly where we were at that time. We had talked so much about where we wanted to be and what our relationship goals were and that we did. We wanted to be partners in our life together you know, throughout however long this life is. So it was pretty perfect, and I, of course I said yes. Our wedding was perfect to me. Our wedding day was on the same day that we met. Easy to remember dates that way. <laughs> uh, however, it was a beautiful day. 
It was on the beach. We lived on the beach by that point. We had moved together into Marcelo's studio, which was on a property that was about 100 feet off the beach in Lanakai. And it was pretty ethereal, serene. Our, um, our friends, who were also the owners of the property, gave us permission to have our wedding reception in their yard. And it was perfect. We met on the beach with all of our friends and family. We had about 150 people. And we said our vows and all of us walked back to the yard and we had a really wonderful reception and we danced and had fun till pretty late into the night. It was beautiful. There are a lot of stories I can tell that I don't think this show has time for. My family has quite a personality. However, there is one story that really kind of is pivotal at the beginning and that was that uh, I was already dressed and one of my friends was driving me to the wedding venue, the site where we were gonna walk down and Marcelo called me. I was just waiting in a car down the street so that he didn't see me and he was telling us that we were ready. So I asked him, I was like, oh, okay, do you have the rings? And he said to me, what do you mean? What? Why would I have the rings? <laughs> in a completely honest and like no idea tone, it was really funny. I was like, what do you mean? Didn't you get the rings? You're supposed to have the rings. The best man gives you the rings and he holds them for you. No idea. So I had to run all the way. Our, our condo was, at that point we had relocated and our condo was about a mile away. And I ran up the stairs in my wedding dress, full everything to get the rings, come back down, drive. My friend took the rings to Marcelo and then I walked down the aisle. <laughs> Yeah, so I forgot the rings in our wedding. I honestly had no idea I was responsible for the rings. I had, listen, I was never married before. I had no clue what I had to do. I just knew that I had to show up. <laughs> so Valerie calls me and she asks me because she is on top of everything and that's who she is. She's always making sure that everything's the way it's supposed to be and everything's perfect. And I told her, I don't have the rings. What do you mean? Why should I have the rings? <laughs> I thought somebody else was responsible for the rings. And uh, the poor woman, <laughs> she, she was in her wedding dress and she went back to our apartment and got the rings and uh, had the rings delivered to me <laughs> so that I can have them for our wedding. For our honeymoon, we went to Europe. We were pretty broke at the time, and uh, we figured that we could use the military's free flight program, which is basically, if you're active duty, you can use any military flight to travel anywhere in the world, only if there are seats available. And... Um, we traveled to Europe that way, and had it not been for the military, I don't think our European honeymoon would have been possible. But we were able to spend uh, about three weeks, I think it was, traveling. Uh, we went to Spain, we went to Italy, we went to many different states we hadn't been before, like Maryland and... Texas, and it was wonderful. We got to see my family in Spain. She got to meet my uncle and my aunt and my cousins. We got to see the Colosseum in Rome. 
and the beautiful architecture and went to the Prado Museum in Spain. Uh, it was wonderful. We use planes, trains, and automobiles to get to every destination. So it was a real adventure. It was a lot of fun. It really was. Getting there was half the fun of it. We used military Mac flights for going to our honeymoon, and it was about 21 days, and we spent about uh, maybe 10 or 11 of that traveling just to get there. And one of the most powerful things that happened while we were traveling, one of our stops, the flight that we were on landed around four or so in the morning. I believe we were in maybe Alabama. It was just making a stop. They were dropping a wounded warrior and there was, I believe, a one or a two-star general waiting there in the dark hours of the morning. He was getting that medal right on the tarmac. It was really powerful. And um, also then, of course, going and doing all of those amazing things, learning more European history and traveling and getting to meet his family. What I love most about Marcelo, I would say, is how dedicated and how much love he has toward his family. He really just will lay his life down if he need be for anyone that he considers to be family, like me or the kids or his own family. That is a really important and endearing quality to have. He has so many that I love. I can't just pick one, but in terms of how the most powerful, I think that really is. It really blows me away whenever he goes so above and beyond for the people that he loves and cares for deeply. That's probably the one thing that I think I love most about him. There's about a million and five <laughs> different things that I love about him. What I love the most about Valerie is how amazingly caring and loving she is. She's very selfless and she is a great compliment for me because where my weaknesses are, she picks up. And where her weaknesses are, I am able to pick up on them as well. So uh, we are really a good complement for each other. I just love how thoughtful and caring she is. She really thinks things through before she acts on them and before she says anything. So whenever she does something, you know she's thought about it and you know that what she's doing and what she says has a purpose and a meaning, which is totally the opposite for me because I really wing things and I really don't think things through. I just do things without thinking. So she's a really good compliment for me. What I look forward to with Marcelo and our future together is waking up to him and our family every single day. And that we were able to spend one more day together, one more hour, one more minute moving forward, watching each other grow, watching our family grow. And I look forward to even further down the road, seeing our family grow even further and all the joys and the sorrows that come with just being together and experiencing life together as partners. What I'm most excited about my future with Valerie is the fact that I know that I have a strong woman that's gonna stand by my side and support me 
in any which way. You know, it's true what they say, behind a great man, there is always a greater woman. And that's certainly the case here. She's uh, the best partner that I could have ever asked for. And I just look forward to growing old with her and uh, spending the rest of my life with her. listening to our love story. Don't forget to check us out on Facebook and Instagram at ParCast and on Twitter at ParCast Network. For more episodes of our love story, follow us on Spotify and check out other ParCast originals, all available on Spotify. Our love story is executive produced by Max Cutler and is a Spotify original from ParCast. It was created by John Cohen. Sound design by Kristen Acevedo with associate sound design by Mike Ramos. Production assistance by Ron Shapiro. It's produced by John Cohen, Kristen Acevedo, and associate produced by Alex Trigwadotter.